Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, welcome to DC Action Hour. All right, thank you for joining us. My name is Jeff from Super Geek Dub. Uh, one of our guest co-hosts jumped the, the ball now, but that's okay. He was so excited to uh, do those punches. All right, anyway, thank you for joining us, folks. Uh, this is a show where we're gonna we talk about all the cool uh, DC shows on the CW network. So Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, like I said, my name is Jeff. I'm joined as always by my co-host Mark Spile. Hello. Hi, uh, we have a special guest co-host today from the awesome site and show Sci-Fi Pulse, Ian Cullen. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? All right, good. Uh, you see, he was very energetic there at the beginning, so that's great. Uh, he's excited to go. All right, and we also have uh, our special guest. It's actually our very first guest we've ever had on the show, uh, and it is Cassandra Ebner. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, if you watch our Super Geek Up show, you actually would have seen her uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, she was awesome on that show talking about Demon X. She's an actress, stunt woman. Uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to her because she's been on, actually, uh, all these shows we talk about. And she's going to talk about some of her experiences on there, both in acting and doing stunts. So that's very cool. Uh, she also has some very dramatic lighting effect going on, uh, which I'm enjoying. Yes, it's very good. It's like rays, rays from the sun are coming down. Well, awesome. obviously. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> J.J. <laughs> Abrams production. Yeah, <laughs> she actually actually has like a just like a gaffer right above her out of frame, just holding. Yeah, yes. for most of my live shows, I hire people to like make sure everything. You just can't see them right now. Right, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> doing a great job. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> All right, so if if you're watching live, folks, uh, thank you so much. First off, uh, you know there's a live chat going on in the YouTube, uh, which I'll open in a second. I'll see what you guys are saying. Uh, and you can tweet us at Super Geeked Up as well. We love hearing your comments and sharing them on air uh, and all your, your feedback. So before we uh, talk with Cassandra, though, we like to do our super tweet question, which is a fun question we do every week, and we want to hear your answers as well. This week's super tweet is, what character would you want to see come back to either Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, or Legends of Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's actually start with our guest, Cassandra. She Oh, she's very, like, pondering already. but She's like, mm, I'm ready. Uh all right. Am, am I the first answer? Yeah, you're our special guest, so you get to go first. Oh, dear. Okay. I'd have to say I'm a bit biased um, because her name is Sin on uh, Arrow, um, and she was um, best friends with one of the – I don't know his name. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad. Uh, the red – the Red Arrow guy. Roy. Oh, with Roy. 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 With Roy. Yeah. Roy. She was best friends with him, and I got to double her in some of the episodes. So if she came back, her and I could hang out again. And she's just an amazing human. So that's who I'd get nice. back. No, wait. Is she, are you talking about, is like with a friend of Roy's friend? Yeah, like with the short black hair. Yeah, yeah, like the punk kind of kid. Yeah, the punk kid. Her yeah. name's Bex Taylor Claus. She's an amazing actor. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, actually, wait. Uh, Mark's and Ian, what? Do you, what happened? She, did they do anything with her character? Did they kill her? They didn't kill her, did they? No, no. I don't think they did. She just like, disappeared. Yeah, she, okay. <laughs> they didn't show but, her as much. She came in with Sarah as Black Canary and kind of helping her out. And after a while, they stopped showing her. I, I saw that her character is supposed to be a superhero. Like, she, like her character is supposed to develop into something. Oh, in the com- like from the comics? In the comics, yeah. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be original sin, would it? 
No, that's that's a Marvel thing, isn't it? Is it? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I think it's a Marvel thing. We'll have to I look at in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody actually, I'm, if anybody knows who, who her character is in the comics, I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. You can let us know. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know actually. She was she was a superhero. Although I looked most, it up because I was like, maybe she'll become superhero. -y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Then you can do even more stuff. Pow pow! Bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how the scene's gonna go. Yep. <laughs> you, you should pitch that to the writers. Okay. Can I go pow pow bang? I think it'll be great. Just she says it every time that she hits someone. I, yeah, I like it. She could be like Squirrel Girl from uh, from Marvel Universe. Yeah. Oh yes. I actually would love to see that because I would love to see Oliver's reaction to her like doing say pow pow bang as she like punches and kicks. People. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine. It'd be amazing. Uh, and let me share some live chat stuff going on right now. Uh, so the first, uh, Sean Collins said, OMG, it's Cassandra. Hey, there you go. You have a fan in there already. Oh. Uh, uh, Lister's mate says, Cassandra looks so angelic from your amazing lighting that oh, your crew is doing. You. Uh, Carrie Johnson says, live chat brought to us by JJ Abrams Lens Flare. They <laughs> <laughs> are just loving my lighting right now. Well, you should have um, seen my lighting before. <laughs> <laughs> You had like the halo back behind you. Yeah, that was pretty Richard bad. Said, didn't, uh, the character Sin we're talking about get hit by a bus? I don't think so. She can get hit by a bus, right? No, I would have yeah. remembered that one. Because you, you would have been the one getting hit by it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, oh, so, so someone named uh, Lisa Ebner says, where did Cassandra get her good looks from? Oh, is that, wow. is that your mom? Is That's that your mom? my mom. Yeah, she's in the oh. chat. Hi, Cassandra's mom. Thank you for watching. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's very nice. What a nice mom. Watch what you guys are saying now. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. Behave now. Right, yeah, Kath can't tell the bad stuff we're going to say about her. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, wait till her mom goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, let's see here. Uh, let me, Marks. What's your answer to this? What character would you like to see come back to one of these shows? <clears throat> There's a bunch of them, but I think the one that would be nice would be Huntress. I didn't quite like. Yes. How, yeah. I didn't quite like how they uh, went with her character in the last episode they had her, but it would be nice to see her back, trying to make up for her mistakes, and even if they recast or whatever. And. Uh, <laughs> It would be interesting to see her and Black Canary clash at some point. It'd be kind of interesting. A little Birds of Prey reference. And, th and then, yes, as I've been saying, right? And then spin off, Birds of Prey spin off. There you go. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be nice. So, so Mark said, you know, Huntress is my favorite, actually, my favorite female comic book character. So, uh, I would love to see her come back to Arrow. And actually, uh, who, somebody said this. In, oh, yes. On Facebook, Mark Beltran had said Huntress was his choice as well to this question. Uh, some other uh, social media answers that we got uh, at Don Loria and our own Danielle, our co-host, who's at Paley Fest right now, uh, said Leonard Snart. That was their answer. Uh, Carrie like Johnson, Carrie Johnson, who's in the chat right now, had said he hoped Waller would play a role in the flashbacks, um, but then he said uh, Cynthia Adai Robinson's dance her got filled by the accountant and shooter. Yeah, uh, and then let's see, uh, Ian, Ian, what's your choice? I think, um, given that we've got Talia Al Ghul in Arrow right now, it'd be fun to bring Nissa Al Ghul back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Katrina Law. You know, see, see the two sisters together. I mean, do, do they get on? Um, you know, so I think there's probably going to be a bit of a, you know, a bit of a sisterly spat there. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I, 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 you know, I, I think they have to do that, right? It seems like the, it's an obvious thing to do, obviously, to have those Nissa and Talia some kind of yeah, rivalry there or something. Yeah. Well, you so. know, anything Katrina laws in Amber. <laughs> I'm with you, sir. Yep. <laughs> no, she's great, man. She's great in Spartacus. She's great in this show. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Oh, let's see. And the ch uh, on Twitter, Hunter's Realm, our good buddy Eros Orocho said, would love to see Laurel and Jay Garrick back actively on the shows. And uh, Francis, a.k.a. the other guy, uh, he actually has the same answer as me. Uh, so my answer is Patty Spivet, uh, who if you heard me talk the last couple of weeks, you know uh, I adore Patty Spivet. Her and Barry, I think, are the best match like in the universe. Uh, and that's – so – uh, actually, I think it should just be a Barry, Patty and Barry show. Just do, do a new show with just those two. <laughs> uh, and now that, well, if you know what happened, then we'll talk later about the latest issue of Flash. Actually, maybe Barry can now go see Patty. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later, though. Uh, let's see. I think it covers all the answers we got from people on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you very much, folks, for sending those answers in. Uh, all right. So, and we covered all you guys, right? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Lister's Fate says, no, not in the live chat. I mean, no, not Snark. Captain Cold was the worst character ever. So I'm in the minority, but I actually agree with you, sir. I can't freaking stand his character on that show. But most people adore him. Uh, That's a cold response. <laughs> he, sounds like he's, he sounds like he talks through his nose, though, doesn't he? He's, he's kind of got that, That's what drives me nuts. It's the way, and Mark's, Mark's off, I don't know, early in the week, right? We were talking. And you said like it was his choice to be like because he's very cold and calculating, right? That why he speaks so slowly and deliberately. But it just drives me fucking off uh, nuts. <laughs> I just I don't like I just don't like the choice. Like uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to freeze you. <laughs> That's there you go. Good impersonation. See, I I, I can act. I'm I'm gonna have to go to stage school now and do all that stuff. <laughs> Right, you you can be the new Captain Cold. There you go. <laughs> but no, I will yeah. say actually, uh, he is very popular. From what I, most of the people I see, like really, really dig his character. I think Marks. I think you you enjoy him, right? Yeah, I, I think I it's to do with the fact that the all fancy went with Miller. I don't think it's anything to do with acting chops or the character. <laughs> well, no, because I've uh, went with Miller. Right, is his name? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I've seen him in other stuff. I'm not saying he can't act. It's just I just don't like that. It's like the choice, yeah. yeah. No Come back in prison break, right? Which is why, well, which is why he's not on these shows so much anymore, right? Because he's doing prison break now. How yeah, would they find the time to do that? From like yeah. jumping around, they wouldn't sleep. No wonder he, is, he, he talks so slow. <laughs> <laughs> he's just tired. Yeah, right. He's so tired. He's like, guys, I just shot sixteen hours in prison break. I can't. <laughs> yeah, give yeah. him a break. Maybe yeah, I a think, prison I think, break. Um, I think the Sorry. fact that he talks so slow is kind of like a hangover from the six years of prison break he did before. <laughs> so if he does come back, he's going to talk even slower. Oh, <laughs> boy. no. He's just done nine episodes, hasn't he? It'll be like Dragon Ball Z all over again. Sorry, bad <laughs> reference. Sorry. We're talking DC. No, no, no. no that's fine. You can talk any geeky stuff you want. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and actually, later, folks, we're going to talk about The Flash. And actually, he does make an appearance in, in this week's Flash episode in a certain way. So... You, will, you do get to see him if you've seen this past episode. Uh, all right, that's our super tweet question. You can, of course, keep tweeting us in or putting on Facebook if you're watching and post your answers. We always love hearing them. So we will, uh, a little later in the show, of course, talk the latest episodes of uh, this week. The new episodes were Arrow, 
Flash, and Legends superheroes off this week. Uh, so we're going to talk about those all later, of course. We got a little bit of news, too. But right now, we're going to talk to our special guest, uh, Cassandra Ebner, who, like I said, is an actress and stunt woman. Uh, so she's done a lot of stuff. And it, please go watch our Super Heat Up show, which is our season finale uh, with her and the Demon X uh, cast. That, that was awesome. It was super fun. Uh, you can find out more about that show and, and other stuff she's up to. Uh, but let's start with, uh, we want to hear some insights, you know, from some of the sh these shows you've been on. So, uh, and I know we were talking on the pre-show a little bit. So I know you said Arrow. You've got some, some you've both acted and done stunts on Arrow. Yeah. Uh, which always makes sense. I mean, it's, it's obviously the most, like, fight-oriented show of all of them, I feel. Um, but can you talk a little bit about your experiences there? Uh, yeah, like every experience I've had working on that show has been amazing. Like the the everybody's so passionate about what they do on that show. Like they just make sure the fight scenes are just like as real as they can possibly make them, and it's it's really cool to be in that environment. But um, my third ever stunt was on Arrow in the first season, episode nineteen. Um, they find this drug called Vertigo, um, mm -hmm. and it's. I think actually the episode is called Vertigo, it might be, or Unfinished Business, one or the other. Um, and they start and open the scene with this girl who's taken Vertigo, um, and that's the character I played um, in the show. So I'm like dancing, and I'm in this club, and then all of a sudden it turns out I'm on the road, and then this car comes and hits me out of nowhere, and I die. So they're all like trying to figure out where this drug came from. So that was a really cool experience. All right, that's that's so awesome. Now, like, now I have to go back and watch it now that I know you. Obviously, I'm like, like, oh my god, I was like, I know you. Obviously, it was you then. But. <laughs> well, um, it's it's so funny because they cut it up so much to condense the story. Obviously, because that's what happens in shows is you have to have a certain amount of time, and they cut so much. I, um, in the original thing that we shot, um, there was this huge DJ scene, um, and my character was so high on this stuff that. I end up like bumping into this guy and we end up just like making out. And so in the scene, I had to like make out with this random guy and they never ended up putting it in the show. So I'm like, why did you guys make me do that? Oh, it's, probably, the, it's probably one of the producers. Yeah. The guy, the guy, like <laughs> the producers. Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny. Cause like I ended up being in sort of the trailer, like very briefly, but you know, I, I think I'm going to say they just didn't like my movie kiss. They were just like, nope, let's take that out. <laughs> well, I'm sure that wasn't. <laughs> I've heard you have amazing movie kisses. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. From my sources, I don't know where I knew <laughs> <Yeah>. that from. <laughs> Sorry I brought it up. Anyway, um, it was other than um, my story of my horrible movie kiss, it was amazing experience. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was the most hardest stunt I ever did, okay, guys? Now, did you? I gotta. I definitely gotta watch it again. Was it one of those things where you like you kind of went up on the hood and like over the windshield and the windshield? Like, is that it, what happened? Um, the car came. I got up onto the windshield and then the car went to a stop and I I fell off the hood. Oh, um, nice. And so, uh, it actually that we did it the first time and it didn't look like it killed me. So we did it another time a little bit faster. And so when I went up on the shield, I had like this little bit of um like a, a helmet under my wig that I was wearing and the wig cracked the shield and um, or the wig, the helmet cracked the shield a little bit and my shoe went flying off past camera like 20 feet. So it was like a real, I guess like when you get hit by a car for real, your shoes fly off. That's a thing. Oh, nice. So. No, 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 it's not. I've been hit by a car. That doesn't and your happen. shoe didn't fly off? No, I, I actually hit the windshield, did a triple somersault and landed on my left foot. Oh, get out of here. You fucking I, I did. <laughs> 
I did. Honestly, you did a triple somersault. What? I did. He it, counted it while he was doing it. It wasn't deliberate. It was an accidental triple somersault. It was just the way. It's just the way I was traveling through the air. It's the way the momentum carried me. And you landed on your feet. I landed on. I landed on my left foot. Um, I, I just landed on one foot. I kind of stuck that landing. Well, and then he went like this. Like the gymnastics right. people? No, no, I didn't. I was like, dude. what the hell just happened? It's all right. <laughs> well, there you go, Cassandra. Now you know the correct technique. To yeah, not I, I totally messed <laughs> up my car hit. That's, that's I, if you do the, the iron fist defense and you spin around. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Ian, how are your movie kisses? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just Maybe yours would have stayed in. <laughs> <laughs> I was just imagining, which would be terrible. The producers came to you like, you like on your hand hand or something. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I was imagining the producers came to you and were like, Cassandra, the stunt work was amazing, but man, your movie kisses, you got to work on those. Yeah, you need to work on those. <laughs> That's why I started taking acting classes. <laughs> just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the um, funny thing is, is after, because my character died on there, um, for I ended up going to an audition for the fourth season. Um, I booked the audition, but I was already booked on something else, so I couldn't actually play the role. But I would have kind of come back, but I I had different hair colors, so it would, maybe it would have been okay. But I wonder if anybody would have noticed and been upset about that. It's, it's such a minor role, but I wonder you, if you people You played a different character, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know you know, it's interesting that Star Trek, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, but Star Trek is, I think, the most infamous ones that they did this all the time. They would have characters in, like, Next Generation, and they became re then the regulars on Voyager. And yeah. they were playing totally different characters, right? They did this all the time. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I was okay with it, but I was like, this makes no fucking sense, really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why is he on this planet now? <laughs> yeah. So you would not have been okay with it. Is that what you're saying? Jeff? Well, you know, here's the thing. If it's such, like... It's like you really. still it's died. like a minor if it's a minor role and then they become like a totally different like a different role and that a bigger role like i don't really care it's fine you know i get it yeah robert I mean, it just means they like the actor right and they want to give them a better role so i'm okay i'm okay with that that's great you know okay yeah, it, it happens all the time yeah well hopefully i'll go for a bigger role and um my character will just come back and you'll never notice yeah well look you can do whatever you want i don't care i'm i'm, I'm i'd be glad to see you in anything so <laughs> You could get a guest role and then you become a companion next season. What, Mark? Did you say become Huntress? <clears throat> I think she should be the I new Huntress. That. That'd be great. That'd, I'd be down with that. Okay, okay, I'll work on it, guys. We'll Share email them. Yeah. Anyone in the chat, make sure you hound the DC makers about making right. Huntress. Yeah, just just email all the producers. You have all their emails, right? Yeah, totally, totally. I'll just post them everywhere. <laughs> just I don't bombard have them oh, great. on Twitter. Great, they'll be thrilled. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, by the way, in the chat, um, I guess uh, I think your mom's tw uh, commenting again, uh, and I think she's—I think she's talking about the scene you were talking about, Arrow. She says the first time you wore heels. Is that true? In the dance scene? Oh, it was so embarrassing. The guys made fun of me because I couldn't walk in the heels. So it was like maybe my like fourth time being in heels, and like I had to walk down this road and dance and not look at anything, and just like they were like, "You can't walk." They just they made fun of me. All the dudes on Arrow made fun of me. Well, so, did you, hey, did you ask them to try walking in heels? Right, I should have. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I, I actually think it's a miracle that anyone can walk in heels. It's just you know, I I concur. It and the. 
the best part is like I've hung out with some amazing stunt women who do stunts and fight scenes and heels that are like this high. So kudos to whoever can do flips in those things. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. That's another thing that I don't know. A lot of times that doesn't make sense to me either. Why? Why they have women fighting in heels? Like, Thank you. Makes, I mean, unless like unless the scene calls for like they're out somewhere like at a club and they get into a fight scene. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, just like in their normal costumes, I'm like, I can't understand any actual like, kick-ass vigilante person dressing like that if they were. Thank different. you. You need to go make some movies, sir. <laughs> Well, I have. Well, yes. Oh, more movies, more well, movies yeah, with less well, less uh, heels, which you were already doing. So right. keep it up. Well, well, yeah, there you go. I sent you some stuff. So then maybe we can make some non heels ass kicking movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really funny. Uh, the there was a show I was watching last night. It was uh, Badlands. Um, oh, yeah. and into the Badlands. Into the Badlands. Oh, That's season it. premieres tonight. I'm so excited. Uh, and uh, there was this one character, and she, I, I don't remember the, the names. Yeah, the widow. She was wearing the heels, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'll just accept it. But then she actually used the heels to kill someone, and I went, okay, yeah, that's okay. That's allowed. (laughs) So if it makes sense, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, folks, Into the Badlands, I think we've talked about it. I don't know if we talked about this show, but I've talked about it with Marks. Oh, my God. Like, the best martial arts you're going to see on TV, I think. Yeah, I caught the first couple of episodes of it on, on, on Amazon Prime here in the UK. I've just not got back to it yet. It's on Netflix. Season one's on Netflix. I just saw now too. So uh, you can catch up, and then season two is about to start. I think season two is probably going to be on Amazon Prime in the next few days because it usually it's usually a couple of days after. What the hell? Do you guys get it? You guys get like when it debuts on TV for us. You get it on Amazon Prime already. It's just debuting tonight on TV. Yeah, we'll probably get it in a couple of days. I think. I mean, that's usually how it works. You guys get better stuff sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, let's see. Oh, God, so Marcy, how did you yeah. get did you start off with acting or stunt work first um it's a it's hard because I've always I've kind of always been doing it and I didn't realize it um I like I was making my own YouTube videos from like age 15 and on um so I was like always playing with acting but I didn't realize I was doing it um then when I was in my hometown I ended up getting cast for this movie and playing a daughter of the main character um, in like a really independent movie. Um, and then I moved to Vancouver and then started working to get into stunts and then kind of, it's been kind of both at the same time. So I do more stunt work, but, um, my heart is in the like action acting, like both kind of thing. If I could integrate both into something that that's the dream. And that's why like Demon X, the series I was just on was like a really fun, amazing project for me. Absolutely. And she's also mm-hmm. done um, a film called, it's just called Croft, right? I'm trying to Yeah, it's yeah. Croft, Croft fan film, and you can find that on YouTube. And um, I also got to play another kick butt female character. Yeah. So she so. got to do Lara Croft, so acting and doing awesome stunts too in that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your British accent like? <laughs> it's very rough, but it's all right. I, that's good. I like that. Yeah. So, so like, I guess he's the expert since he's from. It's, it's not quite as bad as Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I hope not quite not. as what? Not quite as bad as Dick Van Dyke. Oh, it's Dick Van Dyke. Okay. <laughs> it's enough to be like, okay, she's trying to do British, but like you probably couldn't put me into an area of the UK where I would belong. It's better than Ian's American accent. But, uh, sure. but it's definitely better than my American accent. Let's hear it. 
Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so now it. you're whipping out, huh? You asked her to do hers. No. <laughs> <laughs> the shame shirt. <laughs> yeah, so, are, the is there any other counts. stunts you've done on uh, on the CW shows? Um. Yeah, so I, I stunt doubled for Sin for the first two seasons. And then I think in the third season of Arrow, that um there was the like pretend siren that was like pretending to be her and had her like a uh, little collar on. Oh yeah. Um and she was introduced in the last season or in the very last episodes of the third season and I got to double her when we didn't know who she was and stuff. So she was like running through and the arrow was trying to get her and stuff. So I got to do that. Yeah, I remember that. That was the uh, the, the blonde siren. Yeah, right? that was me. Yeah, she would become Artemis later, right? Yeah, yeah. And my friend doubles her for the season four um, and does like some really cool badass stuff. So it's really yeah. awesome. And then um, I got to be on Flash and I did an acting slash stunt role that didn't make it. But I didn't Aww. kiss someone this time, so maybe it's not the kissing scenes. <laughs> what, <laughs> no, they you, said. Tell us what that scene was. Yeah, so um, I think it was to introduce this robot Flash um, bad guy character. Um, oh, Savita. Possibly no, it wasn't a robot guy. It was a guy that was had some sort of hood on, and he was really tall and big. Maybe it was a robot character. Maybe it was him. Savitar's in a big armored suit, so it could be, could be. Bad. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I don't remember because it was like a very fast paced night. Oh, um, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so it was kind of to introduce his character and what he was doing, and and the Flash saving us. So um, he was blowing up the streets, and me and this other girl were like hiding from him, and and I uh, we go to run, and my heel breaks. These darn heels. And um, I'm on the ground and I'm like crawling away and screaming like, go run, run. And the, the guy's like coming up to get us. And um, then she picks me up. We start running. But then the flash comes in and swoops us away and say, uh, brings us to safety. And then the guy, uh, they kind of face off and then they disappear. So it was like to introduce his character, I think. Huh. Yeah. And they said they just cut the scene for time. So um, they do that all the time. Is like they just they'll they'll film scenes and then just gone. Yep. So they said it's good though. Cause then they can bring me back. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, the, I don't know if there's been any other crazy gigs on there, but, um, my friends all work on there and my friend doubles for Supergirl and stuff like that. And they, uh, they do a really good job. Awesome. Cool. I believe you were. I believe you've done done an episode of Legends. Uh, what what did you do in that? I <laughs> we talked about this on the pre-show. Um, I literally was on there just for a day, and I doubled like this girl who like fell over, and it was like <laughs> <laughs> fell over. She literally just like fell over, and I don't even know. I don't remember really what it was about. It was like a ballroom mm. scene. I wore this like amazing, elegant blue dress. It was it was fun. Yeah, that that's basically what happens to Jeff every time he watches the show. Falls he just over. falls over. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, Ian. All right. Uh, in the chat, Carrie Johnson had said, uh, "We must know, uh, Cassandra. You are really Savitar, right? 
So he's speculating if you are the secret identity of Savitar. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, Carrie. No spoilers. Now that would be amazing though, particularly if you were like on the show and you hid it from us and we didn't know like, oh my God, that would be so <laughs> Like you're good. Next week the mask comes off. Yeah. Like, it's her. Like, oh my God, it was her. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, uh, you never know. So keep, stay tuned, keep watching. <laughs> right. Basically, any anybody who is a secret identity, it could be her, is what we're saying. So maybe, yeah. uh, maybe what vigilante on Arrow, right? That's who we still don't know who. Yeah, we don't know who maybe vigilante is. Yeah. Mm. I tell, you, tell you what, I think that's gotten gotten better with the uh, with with the stunt performances on on these shows. Is it used to be you could actually tell that it was a stunt stunt performer doubling for the main actor, mm. whereas it's it's you, you you can't really tell as much anymore. The, that's something that they've worked extremely hard to fight for is like when they find doubles, the doubles are like spot on. They will not get somebody like I'm five, what, one and a half. So I'm, I'm quite short. Um, but if there's somebody who's five, three, like sometimes you can kind of get away with it. But like on these shows, they're five, three, five, one and a half, five, two, like they're getting those girls that have the same body shape, everything, boys, same thing. That's Men. awesome. That's good. <laughs> Because yeah. I like, I because I I've, I've always been, I've been a huge fan of like fight scenes and martial arts stuff for a long time. So I'll tell you like that always has kind of again kind of irked me. Like when I can tell totally tell it's not the actor again. Well, it just it takes me out of the thing because I know there's someone else doing it. You know, and they yeah. put on a bad, bad wig and it's like yeah. Oh. Like for example, like I'm watching uh, when I was a kid, I watched Knight Rider, right? And it's on they show Knight Rider on L Ray Network all the time now every day. Uh, but some of the times, like the guy for David Hasselhoff, he's got this ridiculous wig on, and it's so obviously not David Hasselhoff. And I'm like, come on, guys! Like all your all he does every episode too is just jump on somebody and like, punch him once, and he knocks him out. That's like... See, like the honestly though, like makeup and hair are such a huge part of making us look like the characters. Like if they don't have good wigs, then we like you can tell it's us, like you said. That you just know and then the makeup that they do like they change our eyebrows they change like our facial structure sometimes and obviously not bone structure but like you know other stuff it's it's mm -hmm. it's pretty cool see what is funny i was watching a an old episode of renegade the other day remember that show oh, lorenzo lamas yeah. yeah i was watching it in the fight scene and it was so obvious that they were pulling the punches because you saw like about half an inch you know <laughs> you can see about half oh. an inch before. but that was him right he actually knew how to fight right he, I think that was actually him though doing it right. Was it? Yeah, but it, it, it just looked obvious. <laughs> you know, yes, we've come a long way. <laughs> um, I actually found a picture um, of my friend who doubles for Supergirl. I took that oh, wait, when she was. Time. Can you see that? Okay. Oh, sweet. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. That, cool. That's her up there. That's awesome. Yeah. So she's on wires. And I think I have. So there was this um, scene in Supergirl where. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was the bad guys had these, like, laser guns, and sh they were fighting her in this, like, sort of, like, library street area. I don't know what it looked like, but um, they actually did the um, – they shot from behind her while she was flying, and she was, like, shooting at the guys, um, and they did it practically. So they put her up in a rig and then followed with a camera behind them. And so the rig is set up right here and they winched it all the way to the top so that it could fly and so she was here rigged up to it and then the camera guy was rigged there following behind her oh wow, nice wow yeah Sounds so like painful. 
it, it looked um, painful, but she said it actually wasn't. So there, I tried to get some photos. There they are. There's the camera guy sitting in, sitting in the rig. I don't know. That's her lined up oh, yeah. for it. And Sweet. that's him sitting there. Yeah. So it's like cool. amazing what they do on those shows. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Um, so Carrie uh, Johnson is asking to talk, asking about Jesse Graff in the chat. Jesse Graff is the American Ninja Warrior. Uh, if you don't know folks. Big, oh, yeah. She, yeah. She was on um, Supergirl. Oh, she was? Oh, so was she actually on Supergirl doing stunts? Um, She came in, I think, as a character. That's right. That's right. You know what? She did work on Supergirl. You're right. She did so the first season, but she made a cameo, I think, on the second season. Oh, cool. As herself, I think. Nice. Huh. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, and she does kick ass on American Ninja Warrior, folks. Yeah. She was actually the first woman on that show to, to conquer, like, the, what I don't know what they call the final thing. I forgot what they call it. But. Mm -hmm. She is a hero to many, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, in the chat, XX Dragon XX36 randomly asked, "Should I get an Xbox One, even though I have a PS4?" Um, I'm going to say, "Sure, sir. I have an Xbox One. And I love it. I have no idea what that has to do with what we're talking about, but sure." Get a Nintendo yeah. Switch. Right? I, I got well, the Xbox well, One in my car. Cassandra has one because she got it at the end of our Super Heat Up show. Uh, <laughs> I have not. I've looked for one. I can't. We can't get one anywhere here until you April. You still again. can't get. What? Not till April. Not, not till April. You can't get anymore. Uh -oh. Okay, well, I will say this. Um, I like that Nintendo is taking their graphics and just amping them up, but they're still doing the cartoon thing. Like, it, it looks really good. I see you enjoyed it. Zelda. You like Zelda? Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. I played I've it a seen, little bit. I've seen that for that new Nintendo thing where, where you know, you, you do it with your hands. So fighting with your hands and that, it's sort of like a... Yeah, that's, cool. that's the Switch. So one of the games in, with the Switch... Uh, are, we shouldn't be talking about this. This isn't the show. That's all right. Fine. <laughs> it's a Nintendo show now. Yeah. Hey, um, folks. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just say it really quickly. The, the two controllers come off, and then you can do battles with another person. So, like, they tell you to look at the other person, and then they go three, two, one, and then they, like, pause, and they'll give you, like, a random time to then fire at the person. So it's, like, as if you're drawing a gun, and then yeah. you have to shoot cool. them. And so there's some really cool games that way. That's neat. Nice. I mean, like, if you played it or anything, Right. Yeah, I'm missing out, Jeff. If you're cool oh. enough to have uh, somebody presented to you on, <laughs> at the end of a show that you're on, you have to go watch the end of the last Super Geeked Up. It was yeah. so funny. Yeah, she. Yeah, you gotta watch it. She gets the way she gets the switch is just amazing. <laughs> uh, so what? How about this? What is? Um, do you have a like? What's the most? I don't know. Do you have a favorite stunt or most like? I don't know. Just with the most amazing stunt you've ever done. Ooh, and, and like, well, I guess it could be officially or in real life if you just happen to do something. Like Ian, if you happen to be hit by a car and did three somersaults. And three somersaults in the air. Um, oh. That doesn't have to be on these shows we're talking about. It could be on any any show or movie. There, okay, I the first thing that's popping in my head right now is, although it wasn't a stunt, it was more of the experience. Um, when I worked on Game of Thrones, there was this moment where um, I, I played one of the children of the forest in it and we stepped out of the cave and we saw this huge area of white walkers and the snow, the fake snow was blowing and like I was so cold and we were on camera and I was just seeing all this and I was like, this is like everything I ever wanted. This is the coolest moment in my life. And I started like crying on camera like a little bit. 
<laughs> it was like super cheese ball, but like that was like one of the like coolest moments I think in film for me. So nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I hope that's an okay story. No, I know absolutely. it's not a crazy stunt, but no, no, no. that's totally that's a totally cool story. <laughs> did, did, the, did the producers that tell you stop crying, please? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut you out of Game of Thrones if you don't stop crying, please. Right. Yeah. Was we it also so cold that it very twice? What? What was, was that? So cold that your tears just turned to ice anyway. Oh, so yeah. it, they couldn't tell. Yeah, pretty much. My eyes kept drying out because of the wind. So like I was crying, but it was more like liquidating my eyes. So if that's a word. I'm gonna go with it. Um, I actually had a good question from Carrie. I was just gonna share in a second for you. But uh, did um, did is that what happened with the uh, the kiss and arrow? Were you crying during it? Was that the problem? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> This is the greatest moment, my first TV kiss. Yeah. <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> oh, that's right. exactly what happened. All right. Okay. The, the, next, the next script I said, you want to make sure I work on a lot of kisses. Into oh, my God. High heels, too. Right. Like in the middle I, of this fight scene, she suddenly grabs him and kisses him. <laughs> I'm going to boom, boom, kabow, you guys, soon. How? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here, Carrie has a good question for you. Carrie Johnson in the chat. Uh, Cassandra, does it create friction among stunt performers when actors want to do more of their own stunts, like they're taking jobs? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, this is going to sound really rude. If you're a good stunt performer, no, that that's our job is to be there to support the actor through the action. Like our job is to make them feel comfortable, make them look good, and and make them feel confident about what they're doing. So no, we're excited. We encourage that they do their own stunts if it's possible and if it's safe. But if they don't want to do it, that's why we're there. We're there to, like, if they get tired from a fight scene, that's why we're there. We're just there as support and safety. So thank you so much for asking that question because that um, that's something that I like to encourage with the people that I'm working with as well as a lot of my friends because we are there in support of them. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Kara. That was a great, great question. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So I know we've got to scoot on out of here. Uh, you want to give some links, though, where people can check out your YouTube videos and other cool stuff? Oh, dear. I have all the links. Um, yeah, she, you do. She does have all the links. <laughs> if you want to check out my YouTube channel, I have um, uh, NerdsRL on YouTube. And um, you uh, can find me on Twitter as Cassandra Ebner. And Instagram is Cassandra.Ebner. And um, you can find any of my other links through there. So. And we'll, uh, we'll put all those links in the description section of this video as well, folks. So after we're done live, you can find them there and click away and uh, watch all our cool stuff. Like I said, you can watch the Lara Croft, uh, Fan Family Done, and uh, Demon X trailer, and uh, tons of YouTube videos that she does as well. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, well, my pleasure. Thank you for being on again. Uh, <laughs> again folks, watch the Super If you haven't seen Super Geeked Up, uh, it's episode 210. Uh, it's our latest episode uh, that she was on with the Demon X cast. We had a lot of fun there doing a lot of geeky yeah, things. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Go watch it, and then you'll see me go like this when I – no, I don't want to say it. You just have to go watch it. Right. Yeah. And then also, wait, we also uh, – you did some geeky accents, right? Didn't we play that game? Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We did yeah. a lot of fun games. We'll have to find out um, some superhero games to do on this one. Unless I'm missing the games that you guys are about to play. Yeah, ha, we're, you're, you're missing all the best stuff. See you later. You're, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, actually, that's a great idea, though. Uh, you, should just, you should just host this show and give us good ideas like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll email. It'll be good.
Or yeah. people in the comments can tell us what kind of superhero games we should play. That's a great, yes, that's a great idea. Please do, folks, if you have suggestions. We're, certain, we're always up for fun games. All right, cool. Thank you very much, Cassandra. Uh, you rock, as always. And uh, we'd love to have you back on any of the shows anytime. Of course. And um, I would love to be on it. And Marks will have to geek out about choreography on another day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Okay. Bye. 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 Nice meeting you, yeah. Ian. Bye. All right, folks, uh, we're going to continue on here, of course. Uh, now we're going to talk about all the shows that came out this past week. Uh, so Arrow, uh, what, sorry, almost, not Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. That's what was this week. Try to keep track of it all. Uh, let's see here. And then if you're in the chat, of course, keep typing away. Uh, and uh, Carrie Johnson says, great guest. Uh, yes, uh, Cassandra is great. Thank you, Carrie. Glad you uh, had fun watching her. Thank you for that question. And thank you, everybody. Was, and thanks for Cassandra's mom. <laughs> Who's probably not watching anymore because <laughs> she's off. <laughs> Thank you for watching. All right, let's see here. We're gonna start with Arrow, right? Yes, let's fire away. Oh man, you are just. <laughs> I think you just wanted to do the show with me so you could do all these horrible puns every week, know, right? <laughs> He's like, finally, I have an outlet for them. Yes. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna leave the Arrow discussion. Uh, so this week's uh, episode of Arrow was the 16th episode of season five. The episode is titled Checkmate. Uh, and of and it was written by Beth Schwartz and Sarah Tarkoff, uh, who have written plenty of other episodes before. It was directed by Ken Shane. Uh, so in this, since this is called Checkmate, obviously what happens is um, Oliver finally uh, confronts Prometheus and says, uh, I'm challenging you to a game of chess, and whoever wins, uh, that's you have to leave uh, Star City. And no, that didn't, I wish that happened, kind of, actually, but that's not what happened. That would be interesting. <laughs> That would be right. Like they were just like doing a chess. That's why. That's why he's like, you don't understand the rules of the game. It's about chess. <laughs> right. That's why he said that. <laughs> he's like, I was playing checkers, and you're playing. <laughs> All right. What really happens? And we'll do a quick recap of what happened in the episode, and then we'll talk about what we thought of it, and we want to hear your thoughts. Uh, so the episode <clears throat> opens with Oliver traveling to some remote location, and he finds uh, Talia in the present day, where in her. The, the people she's training to fight. Uh, and then uh, she reveals uh, that she is the daughter of Raza Ghul. Oliver never knew that uh, when, before knowing her. Uh, and that he tell, she tells him that Prometheus is Adrian Chase. So, so Oliver finally knows who Prometheus is. And he goes back to the office. And there's a lot of, like, uh, obviously, like tension in the office between him and Adrian, where they can't really say from all these other people who they are. Uh, so there's a lot of cool tension there. Uh, Adrian, he, uh, Oliver finds out Adrian has taken Susan hostage, uh, Oliver's girlfriend, and Felicity uses her connections at Helix. He gets Helix, yeah, to uh, to find Susan. But then she has to agree to do kooky stuff for them, like hack government drones in exchange for their help. Uh, and then they do manage. Uh, they so they they go to different places trying to find Susan. They finally find her and rescue her. And Oliver has a big uh, fight scene with Prometheus. Uh, and maybe it looks like he might be defeat him, but Talia comes in, shoots Oliver in the leg, and knocks him out. Some must have been some kind of drug in it, I'm assuming. And then um, the episode ends up with Oliver chained up uh, someplace Talia and Adrian have taken him, and it uh, looks like Adrian is going to torture him. Uh, and yeah, oh yes, and there was a bunch of flashback stuff about Russia that I just couldn't give a shit about. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yes. so, I don't think anyone can give a shit about the flashbacks to Russia, to be honest. It's well, so I guess we'll, we'll jump off of that. I do know someone who someone who's told me they they've been waiting for like uh, all the Bratva stuff flashback for like years now, so they love it. Um, 
personally, like when Talia was in the Russian flashback stuff, awesome. When she's not there, I just I don't care. I don't care at all. I'll be. I think Ian, you might you might have said this before to me, but ever since after season two, I could not care less about any of the flashback stuff. I really wish they just phased the whole thing out. They should have just ended the flashbacks. Yeah, I agree. And just focus on like the modern day stuff because uh, that's the stuff I care about. I mean, but that said, the uh, the flashback one they did on uh, on on Mad Dog was quite interesting when they when they showed that I agree how- with. He became Mad Dog. That was. I really like. That's probably the best one all season. That flashback. I agree with you. If they did flashbacks on the different characters and their origins, maybe I would be more interested in rather just Oliver all the time. Yeah, I agree. Because they they have to stretch out that storyline so much during the season. Um, But you know they're gonna they're gonna have to change that after season five. So. Right, because now they've caught up. Yeah. (laughs) Would have actually Uh, said they're going to change that after season five, didn't they? You know, they said there'd be no more flashbacks after this season. Have they said that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, yeah, right before not... this season started, said this is the last season that I'll be doing flashbacks. Well, that makes sense. Um, I will say, excuse me, that uh, though I, I was looking at IMDb for uh, you know for who wrote this episode, and a couple episodes from now in the description, it does say something about in the, the quick logline Oliver bringing the Bratva in to help him with against Prometheus or Tally or something. So I guess the whole reason for the flashbacks is the Bratva is going to come into modern day times as well. You know. To for help him, but I mean, whatever that's happened before, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, in the chat, Carrie Johnson says, Strange that Ollie would train and know a woman for years and never get her last name, Talia. Who <laughs> well, oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had assumed, I guess, that he knew she was Raza Gul's daughter, but she does never say that in what they show, and I actually could buy that. I mean, he was. She was just training her. She was very mysterious. That she wouldn't reveal much about her. Like, I'm okay with that. Are you? Is that okay with you guys? Or what? Did, what did you think about that? Them not knowing. Yeah, I think that's fine. They, uh, well, see, I'm confused about how long she actually trained him. I, I don't like think she trained him very long at all, actually. Either, right? Yeah, it was like one or two episodes of flashback. I think. It's just, yeah, much. it seemed like a very brief training. I actually would have liked if it was longer, but all we saw was like, here's a bow and arrow and a hood. And let's yeah. go kill some people and see you're cool and bye. <laughs> do, you know what they need to do? do you know what they need to do? Bring on to Arrow. They need to bring in the Rocky Balboa training montage. It, you need a training montage. Yeah. They're missing yeah, that. They need a training montage. Maybe, yeah, maybe him, should, him and Talia. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they, should, then they got place of flashbacks the song. training montage. <laughs> do the Rocky they do a song? song from Team America, but montages. Oh. Mm-hmm. In the chat, uh, Lister's made a saying, Deo, uh, that's going to come in when we talk about legend. <laughs> I, I really wish it didn't, but oh God. All right. Uh, <laughs> but we'll talk about that later when we get the legend. Deo. Lister's made asks, I can answer, we can answer this, Lister's made. Is Talia the woman who played on Andromeda with Kevin Serbo? Yes, she's Lexa yes. Doig. She was the ship AI on Andromeda. Yeah, I'm surprised that show didn't ruin her career. <laughs> there we go. Oh, you don't. All right. Mark, you like that show, right? I'm sorry, what show? Andromeda. Yeah, yeah, I like the show, okay. I like the drama, especially. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm happy to see. She does a really good job as Talia, though. I think she's she's very well done. Yeah, yeah, she's doing a great job. So I, I thought she was good in Andromeda. I just didn't like the show. I kind it, of, it, it, yeah, it was, it was so-so. It had its ups and downs. Uh, yeah. I, like, I love Kevin Sorbo, though, and I'm, I'm glad to see uh, him back on Supergirl now as a guest star. That's great. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's talk more about the besides the flashbacks because that's not really the main point of the episode. Um, so, I mean, overall, uh, well, the opening scene with Talia, I thought was fucking awesome. That was great. 
uh, and the whole reveal there and all that stuff. And, and I think it makes total sense because he killed her father. I mean, it makes sense why she's pissed at him and wants revenge. Like, like I don't have any qualms with like why she, she's doing that, you know? Um, Man, and uh, both lost fathers. Arrow. Right. Oh, right, right. Yes. And that's obviously makes sense why she would she would relate to why Pernice wants revenge as well, right? Um, mm -hmm. I mean, overall, I think it actually was a very solid episode. Um, the stuff with like Adrian, like all that kind of like kind of subtext and tension within like with him as as between him and Oliver. And I think that was really good. I actually think he does a really good job at playing the villain now. Um, you know, and like he keeps seeing like being 10 steps ahead. Um, the uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, I think the whole idea of work about the episode focusing on them rescuing Susan, right, and, and trying to take down Prometheus. Uh, my my only issue is I've never been, I haven't really been sold on the Oliver Susan relationship. Again, I just don't really care. It's kind of a weird choice. Mm. She never really was built that much up. So I get why he wants to save her, but it would have been a lot more, I guess, meaningful to me if it was Thea or someone else that he had a stronger connection with, right? And just like Susan, I'm like, oh, well, okay. I don't like really care if you say we're not, to be honest with you. Mm. But <laughs> Personally, I think it would have been better if they got there to save her, but they didn't quite get there in time she was and dead. kills her. Oh, the they kind of set, set off the deep end, kind of? Yeah. You know, so like, uh, he kills her and only just goes off the deep end and go, goes, goes ballistic to a point where he's fighting, but he's not really in control of what he's doing, sort of thing. See, Oliver spoke for us. He was like, I should have never gotten a relationship with Susan. And I'm just like, yes, you shouldn't have. <laughs> His reasoning, of course, is I shouldn't get a relationship with anybody. I think we're just like, no, just get into a relationship with somebody we care about. <laughs> yeah, someone decent. Because uh, at the time, she was kind of a jerk. I don't know why what attracted him to her. Maybe it was just because Thea like, hated her so much. She was like, ha-ha, I'm going to date her now because Thea hates her. <laughs> <laughs> Took off my sister. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, uh, yeah. We, I mean, I want her with. Uh, I think you do too, Mars. With, with Dinah, obviously, the new Black Canary. I mean, yeah, I think she's cool. You know, she's really I, cool. I only, I only wish that they'd actually treated uh, Moral Nance with the same sort of storyline and build up as they gave to Dinah, because so like, you know, Moral Nance, she so like started off as so like the uh, the doubting ex girlfriend sort of thing. Then became the alcoholic. Oh, her soap, her her, her storyline was so soapy um, until she she eventually became the canary. I just think her her character's been been the least well served by the series, to be honest. I agree. Yeah, she had a terrible. Her arc was really bad. They they did a good job like tearing her down with the drug with the uh, addiction, abuse. alcohol, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they never really built her back up, right? And yeah. It feels like they're finally now with uh, Dinah Drake. They feel like they finally have Black Canary correct, right? I think. I think they're going to do this one the correct way. I, mean, I, so. I, I found I found the evil Moral Nance from the from the Parallel Universe more, more interesting than yeah. yeah oh yeah, she, I agree. I, I actually liked it when she get when she, they brought her back to guest star as Black Siren. That was cool. I'm waiting for Black Siren versus Black Canary. Oh, they got to do that, right? Come on, oh, particularly when. They gotta wait till Oliver starts dating Dinah Drake, and then it's gonna be like, then they're gonna figure it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've been the, real subtle about like whether they're, they're gonna date or not, because they somebody asked the actor about that that plays Arrow, and he's like, "Well, it doesn't necessarily mean Arrow and Black Canary have to be together," you know. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna be. Come on, they're just trying to play coy with it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's the, like you can't think of Green Al Green Arrow and Black Canary without them together, right? Like that's the whole thing. 
yeah, they've been together a lot in the comic books. Uh, in the chat, Kerry Johnson talking about the Talia vengeance thing. He says, funny how Talia wants vengeance for a dad she was estranged from. So I guess for him, uh, it didn't work maybe quite as well because she hadn't uh, been around her father much. I mean, but her line is right. Like, even though she was estranged, it's still, it's still her father, right? Obviously, there's still that bond there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe she feels guilty about the fact that she's estranged from him and she's kind of redirecting that guilt towards song like um you know taking out on oliver or that she wasn't there maybe to help save him like because mm -hmm. she had left the yeah i'm curious to see what their falling out was and her relationship with the uh, league of assassins and stuff like is she going to try it for leadership or not or what's going on there yeah because right because she she's the elva's daughter so she would have actually inherited it instead of nissa probably i'm assuming um, if she stayed, maybe she was like, you know, dad, I don't really want to take over the whole world. That's kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we, we've got to have a throw down, uh, match between Nissa and, and Talia. That's oh, got to sure. Um, so, so I liked, I think Adrian Chase and Prometheus, this was the episode that really showed truly how good a villain he is now. So mm -hmm. I thought that, that was really well done how he's manipulating Oliver and, you know, like just pretty much just in his face, like, like he called wild dog dog, you know, and just like, he can't do anything <laughs> set up with the booby traps and everything. It just, you just want to like punch him so bad, but it's like, he's outsmarted you. Oh, I just cool. love the politics. I love the tension and the politics um, in the mayor's office, you know, like the, what you just mentioned, he calls, calls a dog dog and, and stuff like that and they're just so dying to have a crack at him <laughs> oh yeah it's brilliant and i like yeah, curtis's balls like <laughs> you like curtis's balls <laughs> you know i had to say oh, something who, who doesn't his he has t spheres or whatever these spheres are cool I, I agree with you like that's a nice addition to his character they're, they're you know yeah i was wondering just having to get his ass kicked like you said all the time they're actually making him useful now you know, but basically what that is he's been kicked in the ball so many times and just detached <laughs> <laughs> And it became metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I was wondering if they would, you know, that's part of the character in the comic book. So I was wondering if, if they would go there. I was hoping since he can't, he kept getting beat up all the time. So now what do, what do you guys think about the whole uh, Felicity Helix thing? It's not going to end well. Oh, no. I think it's going to be, a, it's going to obviously totally blow up in her face. It's going to be really bad, right? They're obviously, I they, way too much power i for some reason by the way i find that that geeky chick that's the only one we see from me like she was kind of annoying and pompous to be, and kind of arrogant uh -huh. um and i kind of just want her to go away but it's not that she's that bad but it's just like it's kind of like haha we have all this power and the government's stupid and we're great and so smart yeah mm -hmm. i think felicity's kind of become a little bit redundant now because curtis can do a lot of the same stuff that she can I think she's still a little better at hacking than he is. I think he's better at uh, building stuff. Oh, yeah. She's definitely the better hacker. Although, Ian, here's the thing. I was thinking about this earlier today, and I think maybe we've talked about this in an earlier episode. I mean, I know Danielle and I have talked about that. I really feel like in third and fourth seasons, Felicity used to be my favorite. And I think for me, they just destroyed her character. Um, and they've never, I don't think they can ever recover her. And I, I think they're doing the helixing to try to give her something else to do with her character. But. I'll be honest with you. At this point, I don't think that character needs to be on the show anymore. Like, I just yeah, it's not really doing it. Which is, I hate to say that because I I so loved her so much uh, in the early 
early couple seasons of, of Arrow, she was great. Um, I don't know what her purpose is really anymore, though. I think the damage was done when when the, when they became romantically involved. Exactly, I agree. You know, that's 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 where it kind of went a bit off boil. The, I think the moonlighting effect, right? Was that the name of the TV show? Yeah. Once the leads got together, the ratings dropped. Oh, from Bruce Willis and uh, uh, Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's why Mulder and Scully never get together to like the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't want to see her leave the show, but it did. That whole relationship really hurt their interaction and her character a lot. Unfortunately, wouldn't it yeah. be just wouldn't it be just more interesting if she just broke bad? If she, if she is what? If she just broke bad and became like an evil computer. Oh, hacker. became evil. That could be interesting. You know, because they kind of already teased that, and when you know when she was younger, she was sort of like a rebellious anarchist computer hacker sort of thing. You know, so right. Um, oh yeah, she was very much like these Helix people. So yeah. it'd be more interesting, you know, seeing a break bad and go back to that, but having having more knowledge and more of a grounding on on, on how things work. In the chat, Lister's mate says, um, "Is Felicity romantically interested in that girl from Helix?" It seems they are hitting on each other. Or, well, I didn't really get that vibe so much, but I don't... you never know. Who knows? No, you never know. I mean, I guess that. I mean, yeah. I mean, they haven't established anything that Felicity would be, but I mean, that girl, that girl could be, the healer's girl certainly could be. Well, Felicity, I think they, besides the relationship, they also really missed a big opportunity whenever she got her, uh, she got shot and paralyzed because that could have been a really great story arc for her character. Yeah, I think the, um, I think the mistake made there is was actually um, was actually making it so she could walk again. It was more interesting while she was in the chair. You know, yeah, having, having too a day-to-day struggle. Exactly, because it happened like next episode. It, it more or less, it was kind, it was kind of insulting as well. I mean, uh, my my friend Raisa, who co-hosts the um, you know the SFP uh, podcast with me on the you know for the chat segment, um, she was she felt she was really upset about about that about that Felicity could walk within two episodes of actually being shot. Um, you know, she she was upset about that because uh, Reese is is disabled and in a wheelchair, so she found it pretty insulting. Yeah, it trivializes that kind of disability a little bit. Um, uh, Listeners made actually, a, I'm sorry, Marks. Listeners made a just comment on that actually, uh, and here's a nice pun for you, Marks. He said, "Yeah, since they put Felicity in the wheelchair, they kind of just rolled her off." <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> or or, she, or they just been spinning their wheels. Uh, oh my <laughs> great <laughs> apologies to people who are actually <laughs> because you know what I'm gonna say though is I, I Oracle from the comics, so you know, obviously, uh, Barbara Gordon becomes Oracle before they did the whole fucking new 52 nonsense. Um, and it took them yeah. about 50 years before she learned to walk again. <laughs> but I, Oracle, I actually thought that was I like Barbara Gordon much, she became much more interesting to me when she was Oracle, right? And she was in the wheelchair and, and it was all about her like computer skills at hacking and stuff right um and i think could have got something similar with felicity here i think too and, and, and have been very interesting yeah have been there's a missed opportunity it would have been really really neat uh to see her struggle with that and and such um and it would have been would have been another role model for people you know in wheelchairs yeah mm-hmm, that's true because you're right you're very rarely I mean, TV has done a much better job, I think, of getting much more diverse with people, right? But you very seldom see people 
in wheelchairs and stuff like that, right? I mean, a Glee, they had a Glee character was that's the first one that comes to my mind. But outside of that, well, back in the seventies, they did they did a show called Ironside with Raymond Burr, and Ironside was something like this uh, big detective dude who 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 was in a wheelchair. Mm, that's right. And that's that's, yeah. that's the only thing I can think of really that where 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 the person in a wheelchair has been at the forefront of the show all the time. And Professor X is off and on. Oh, of course, Professor X. Yes, I know. Uh, or well, yeah, yeah. I mean, normally he is, though, I guess, right? But yeah, they kind of just roll him on. You guys aren't going to stop with this. Uh, <laughs> it's time to hit the brakes on this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but come on. In my times, he's in a hover one, so he doesn't roll at all. He just hovers around. Oh, he hovers. hovers. Yeah. yeah. All um, right. We're going to do ratings now, or anything else to add? About oh, wait, two more things I want to say real quick about this episode. I, yeah. I like Anatoly, that that actor uh, David Nickel, I think his name. I might be mispronouncing that because uh, he's from Stargate Atlantis. I loved his character on Stargate Atlantis, and I just like his. Russian is he on character. Stargate Atlantis? Yeah. Who who is he? He was okay. one of the scientists. He was like the second most senior scientist to McKay. I can't remember his character's name. Oh yeah, the uh, he was kind of like uh, the, the 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 Russian, the 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 East yeah. European scientist. You might have been. Oh, wow, I forgot that because I love that. Had, show. had an accent on there. I can't remember what if he was really Russian or not. Yeah, what? I think I think he was meant to be East European, you know, from 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 the Eastern Bloc or something. Yeah, so he was great on there, and I I've, I like his character, the Bratva character he plays. Uh, and then one last thing that I thought, okay, so you know, I've done film and stuff, especially in low budget. I I completely get why this happened, um, but I just thought it was really funny in a way. When uh, it was interesting, uh, when Pike was in the hospital, did you look at that hospital room? That he's yeah, in? It's like it's like it looks like a stock room. There's like there's stuff supplies like stocked up over the area and stuff. It's like they they had to like make do with this room to make it look like a hospital. They stuck a hospital bed in there, and then they forgot. Maybe they were thinking it was going to be out of focus in the background. But I was like, where are they sticking that? He's like in the I didn't know that at all. That's so weird. They've had so many scenes in hospitals on Arrow like all the time. You would think they would have. They must. And those rooms have looked fine, right? They must have. A, you think yeah. they would have a set hospital? I'm sure there was some production reason why they couldn't, but uh, they really should have put a curtain or something in the background to hide that because it was like, oh well, yeah, he's only the captain. Like throw him in the crappy stock room. <laughs> well, it felt odd, and then I rewound to watch again, and then I realized, whoa, wait a minute, where is he at? <laughs> well, what's most amazing is you were watching on a VCR. That's fantastic. <laughs> Electronically rewound. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, but anyway, but I, I like this episode quite a bit. So yeah, let's rate it. Okay. Before we do that, uh, Eros Orocha at Hunter's Realm just tweeted in about, uh, our guest Cassandra. He said, at Cassandra Ebner should be cast as either Lady Blackhawk or Raven. I could, yeah. Lady Blackhawk, I could definitely see. She's part of the Birds of Prey a lot of times. Mm. I mean, she'd be good for I, Raven I, too. I think she'd be pretty cool with a crossbow actually, you know, or, or, or oh, yeah. arrow. Like you said, Huntress. Oh, well, Raven's yeah. Teen Titans, right? Yeah. Mm. She just have to get her, get her goth on. Yeah, it's got a purple look. cape. Well, that too. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. So ratings. So what we do, folks, is each show we have our own distinct ratings. We do boxing glove arrows for arrow. So out of five marks, how many boxing glove arrows do you give it? So this was one of my favorite episodes for a while now. Um, so I probably make it. It's not my absolute hundred percent favorite. So I'm gonna make it four and a half. All right, Ian. How many do you give it? I give it four. 
All right. See, I'm, I'm, I was going to go four. I think I'll go four and a half, too, because you're right. This was actually a really good episode. Um, my only really issue is that I think Susan's a weak motivation, that's all. But outside of that, I think everything else worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That mistake was made. Yeah, you're right. So that's, they, they got to go with it now. There's nothing you can do <laughs> yeah. with it, right? Um, all right. So good. So we all, we all enjoyed that episode. Uh, let's see here. We're going to do some news now? Yeah, we can do some quick news. Oh, good. That's much better than the long, drawn-out news. <laughs> We'll do it in the flash. Uh, okay. Oh my god! Dude, I don't know. I'm not sure how much longer we'll be able to do the show, folks. Uh, a few quick things. Um, all right, so Black Lightning news. We talked about Black Lightning a couple episodes ago. It's the pilot. They announced that the pilot will be filming uh, in and around Atlanta from March 21st to April 1st. Uh, people found this out because they've been doing like open casting calls for like high schoolers and, and, and other people. Um, they also have cast Christine Adams as the ex-wife. I think her name's Lynn on Black Lightning, the ex-wife of Black Lightning. And the character is supposed to exude confidence and intelligence, although she's got a mischievous side. She's not one to be trifled with when it comes to family. <clears throat> and, uh, she, you might remember her. She played in Agents of Shield as Agent Weaver, and she's also appeared in some other shows like uh, Batman Begins and Heroes, and I think she was even in Tron Legacy. So cool. So there's some Black Lightning news as that pilot shapes up for the CW. Interesting, they're in Atlanta. I wonder if that means is it rather than Vancouver, or maybe it's just a pilot. They'll change that later. That's know. very super surprising to me because all the other shows shoot in Vancouver. I'm not, they obviously even moved Supergirl from LA to Vancouver when it became part of CW. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's surprising. Um, so another bit of news, real fast. Uh, <laughs> I've been saying with for the Flash. Uh, I've been saying why. I hope they just no, they quit Big Bad being speeders speedster all the time. <clears throat> and apparently they agree now because uh, at Paley Fest where Danielle's at right now, uh, the showrunner uh, Andrew Kreisberg, right. I'm terrible at yep. names. He's one of them. Um, yep. He said, next season, we're not going to have a speedster as the main villain. So that's official now. And he said, with, uh, oh, and also they said that they know who Savitar is. You know, we know who is under there. We've been playing this for a while. And, um, and, and I would certainly hope so. I mean, how could they not know who it is? You never know. They, they I, once... I, uh, I have a theory on who Savitar is. Okay, wait, we'll save that for the Flash discussion, though. Well, I'll say this. When Arrow teased that someone was going to die, like when they opened uh, last season with a tombstone, the producers told people, uh, journalists who I don't know who they were talking to, told them that they didn't know who that was going to be yet, but they were going to figure it out as they progressed. Really? Yeah. So you never know. You never know. I don't know, but with, with like these big, at this point of the season with these, I don't know, big villains, right? I think you would hope that they that they know who everybody is. I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's right. And also, I think you mentioned that the musical episode's coming up. It was definitely inspired by Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, yeah, that's this Oh, Tuesday. they said it was inspired by Buffy? Yeah, in part, yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's this Tuesday, isn't it, musical? Yeah, so folks, you're right. Very, We're very excited. We've been talking about this every week pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so this Tuesday on The Flash, Supergirl comes over to have a musical crossover episode. Uh, and uh, they're going to be the music meisters, the villain. Uh, so Barry and Kara get kind of stuck somehow in his, I don't know, kind of in their minds or something with him. And they have to follow this musical script that he set up for them to be able to break out of there. 
Uh, so mm -hmm. you can see Grant Gustin and Melissa Benoist doing some singing and dancing, like cool stuff. You, um, could also, you know, you could also get Jesse L. Martin doing some singing. Oh yeah, and dancing he, he's well. got to be in there, obviously, because he's he's a Broadway yeah. guy too. I mean, he was bringing in Rent. You know, oh God, yeah, man, yeah, so good. Man. He's so good. Oh, and, uh, and real quick, you know about Sin, because I had to look it up. Her last episode was Uprising, twelfth episode of third season, like where they had a big mm -hmm. fight with uh, mm -hmm. Brick's uh, men and stuff. That's that's the last we saw of her. And and I did look, and she did. She is a superhero in Birds of Prey, and she like uh, was going to be trained to be the next Lady Shiva. So. Oh, Lady Shiva! Wow, Lady Shiva's like one of like the best martial artists and like swordswoman ever lived. Yeah. Which I don't think they've had Lady Shiva on this show, have they? Or any of the shows? Uh, correct us if we're wrong, folks, but I don't think so. That's interesting. Next cool. season. Yeah, there you go. Well, maybe that should be the new, uh, that could be the Arrow villain. Mm -hmm. All right. And Cassandra, I'm a good player. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're just going to cast her in everything. All right, that's it. For, all right, there you go. There's some news for you folks. Uh, so now we still got Legends of Tomorrow and The Flash to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. And let's see. So uh, I'm going to be right back, folks. So, but uh, Ian, can you kind of do an intro for us for what happened on Legends this week? And I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, on, on Legends of Tomorrow, um, the Legends learn where the last fragment of the Spear of Destiny is hidden. And when they track command, and then they track Commander Steel to NASA headquarters in 1970, and it's um, it's all set during the Apollo 13 uh, mission, uh, which, um, as we all remember, it went horribly wrong. They, you know, when when it actually happened, they, they were very lucky to get the astronauts back. Uh, but in in this episode of Legends, the the disaster of the Apollo 13 doesn't actually happen uh, because. Uh, they have Eobard Fawn on board the um, on, on board the um, Apollo 13, um, replacing one of the astronauts, and um, he's there to go after the Spear of Destiny, which um, Commander Steele has actually hidden in the uh, flagstaff, um, which is on the moon, sort of thing. So we have, um, you know, while, while this is going on, we we have um, we have Sarah Nance and. Um, and, and the guys and um, you know Ray Palmer, the Adam, uh, going going after the uh, Apollo 13 to try and beat them to the flag, um, while um, Professor Stein and uh, Rory, Mick Rory, and um, Jats are at Mission Control, um, and the, the, there's 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 a bit in this which is sort of like uh, just so stupid it, it even sort of like uh, even drove me nuts. <laughs> I, I actually like Legends for its stupidity and and its absurdity. But this this part where Professor Stein burst into song and Mick Rory joins in with him, it was just sort of like it was funny. <laughs> but you know, it just sort of like uh, seemed seemed a bit off. <laughs> Those silly Brits. You know the 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 other. Yeah, and you know. I, and the saying it's a British tradition, you know, no one in Britain would do that. If you did that in the streets in Britain, you'd get mugged or something. I'm sorry, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, the the episode was a. Um, it was written, I think, it was written by uh, Greg Bonanti, um, 
or oh, no, that's the uh, riders. Um, well, the, the it was directed by Kevin Mock. I can't find the uh, the right, it was written by Gray and Godfrey. Yeah, I couldn't find the rider there on 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 the uh, IMDb thing. Um, and I, I I thought it was a fun episode, but you know, so like the uh, the the bit where this burst out in song in the uh, NASA H HQ, I I kind of had issues with that. It was funny, but it just seemed out of place. They're just oh. jealous about the musical episode. They wanted they want their actors to sing. Yeah, right. I think I think the music meister must have been warming up on Legends of Tomorrow yeah. before going on to. I, oh my god! I mean, and I, this is not a diss on Victor Garber, who I know can sing, uh, but the, I honestly was just cringy, and I, I couldn't even like. I had to look away from the screen. It was so like so like embarrassing for the character and uncomfortable. Like I was just like, uh, like why? <laughs> it was kind of car crash television. You saw like you kind of sat there watching, bemused. And kind of chuckling, and then you're sort of like thinking, "Why the f am I watching this?" <laughs> and folks, he was singing "Deo" is what the characters start singing. It's like "Deo, Deo." That's pretty good. All the rest of the words. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a British. It's because it's a British tradition. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they're very British. <laughs> um, by the way, in the chat, listeners made said, "I guess Jeff just didn't want to sing Deo, so that's why he left." That's actually true, Anthony. Oh. <laughs> um, and then Kerry Johnson says, uh, Stein suffered premature jocularity. He jumped the musical crossover gun. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, but I, what I thought was so funny about it was Rory joining in and, and how uncomfortable he looked try, try, trying, to, trying to sing this song. You know, it's sort of like, uh, he, you know, sort of like, I can't remember the name of the actor now, but it's kind of like he wasn't having to act for that moment because he was genuinely uncomfortable with it. Probably. I mean, probably, I don't know. When they wrote it and did, they probably like, oh, this will be so hilarious. Uh, have Martin singing this. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, they're and, trying and they, for that uh, that Guardians of the Galaxy moment where he, he breaks out and dance to distract. Just didn't quite pull it off. Yeah, but that works in Guardians of the Galaxy because that's it actually in the character, is that, that Star-Lord who does that, though, then? Yeah. Yeah. That Martin Stein is not Star-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he's not. you know, he's, oh, he's not cool enough to be Star Lord. <laughs> um, but, you know, overall, I, I just I just thought the episode was pretty good until that moment. That moment kind of uh, took, took, took points away from it. Me. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Like, folks, if you heard the show, usually, again, I am criticizing the show for making no sense whatsoever. Uh, I, the two weeks in a row now, though, I've actually enjoyed the Legends episode. Last week's, you know, on the show, I really enjoyed it. And this week's, I actually did as well. I can't believe it. It's like a new trend or new streak. They've got two in a row that I've actually thought have been good. Um, well, actually, the first two of the season were also good. I shouldn't say that. So they have done that before. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I actually thought it was a solid episode. Again, they didn't do, like, any really kooky timeline-changing things. Um, the stuff with Commander Steel, like, I've always actually – that guy is really good in that role. Uh, the stuff with him and Nate, uh, I think I think they do a really good job with that. So like anything with him, I think is well is really well done. Um, and he does obviously it's a very honor, I mean very heroic sacrifice he makes. I actually you know what I really loved the most though was the stuff with Thawne and Ray uh, mm -hmm. up on the, like the shell stuff. Um, not a shuttle, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the uneasy alliance that they have to form. Yeah, like that the stuff with the dialogue and stuff with them and how they have to work together, like in getting 
more about Thawne's motivation was actually really well done. And I actually found it very interesting to watch. Um, and Reg, and it was nice seeing Ray not being an idiot and actually like doing something <laughs> productive. Yeah, but you got to admit, it did it did pull out the cheesy grin when he was walking on the moon. <laughs> I can I can get that. I mean, I can get that though. Like you know, like I probably would. I might. I would be awed too. Probably be able to like, recreate that, right? Oh, I think I think anyone who sort of like uh, grew up in the seventies um, during 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 all the space astronaut stuff and that probably would have been like that. Uh, me says they did well first off he's he's singing Dalo in the Deo in the chat um but he also says they did a very good job with the 1970s wardrobe it made me think everyone was from the brady bunch all right there you go <laughs> marks what did you think about the episode um i liked it overall um I, I thought it was interesting seeing rip trying to adjust back into the team after they've kind of gotten more cohesive now and and that kind of tension between her and sarah of, of leadership uh, i thought the I thought the scene where uh, where Rip like says hi to uh, to command to Commander Steele and he like punches him and everybody just shocked and he goes he didn't have his the right credentials and they're like well credentials <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, and I always like Reverse Flash. That actor's good. That character's is really good. Um, and the British accents were funny. I was I was thinking they were going to uh, to be worse than they were but uh yeah no i was actually they they were good well done yeah they weren't they weren't half bad uh to to me as an american at least that maybe ian's like terrible bloody hell it's horrible <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um uh, i was glad to see ray in his suit again <clears throat> since he seems mm -hmm. to not be wearing it very often <laughs> although i was a little disappointed that his suit got that he couldn't take that he had such a hard time taking on a, th a thong without his powers essentially couldn't really you know run and stuff um and then they got damaged with a few knife stabs that was kind of kind of sad mm -hmm. um, race is like from toys r us really basically. i think it's, it's so fragile it's just gonna, it's like falls apart at anything <laughs> i know <laughs> um the the, f the ray with the flag was funny i liked how whenever uh, whenever he got he thought he was gonna be stuck he's like now i know how M matt damon felt that's pretty funny uh well yeah it was all right <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, was okay. Crazy. I mean, yeah, it was okay. It was obviously referencing the last year was the Martian. It was better than Deo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's it better than that stupid lightsaber line from yeah. the uh, this camel island. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, definitely one of a, a, a decent episode. So um, another another thing that I enjoyed was the um, you know Nate talking to his grandfather and. Um, you know, when when his grandfather dies, his grandfather arranges to sort of like meet Nate's father at NASA. I kind of got that moment at the end when when Nate is is there and he's, he's talking to his father as you know as a young boy, and um, you know, I thought that was a nice little moment. It was. So, Mark, you said you liked the thing about Rip not being sure where he is. For some reason, that wasn't really working for me. Like, I don't know. It kind of. The fact that Rip was kind of there and he had no idea what his place was anymore was kind of throwing me off just because I guess I'm so used to you know him being the captain. Um, yeah, I don't want to stay like that for very long, but I think it was a nice touch not just to be like smooth. You know, suddenly he's a leader yeah. again. And it also shows that the team this season so far has actually grown. They're, they're less – they work better as a team than they did last season for sure. They're pretty well, bad. Yeah. 
You know, it's interesting because Sarah, I, I love Sarah on when she was on Arrow. Like she was she's so good. And that's like kind of the main reason I actually wanted to check this show out. Um, but I don't know. I guess her, and she, I think it makes sense. She is the m- person who should become captain out of anybody on the freaking clowns. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It's like something just not quite gelling with that, though. It's like for me, Sarah's like the warrior, right? She's like the one who kicks ass. Yeah. And on this episode, somehow she became. Like she's one of the lines was actually like I know science and like now she's kind of like the she knows all this ship and science stuff and I don't know it's like I feel they don't they're not very consistent with what characters their skills and abilities are and they like to just kind of jump all over the place <laughs> so now Sarah's like really good in science as well yeah um, well they took these characters that from different shows that really had nothing to do with time travel and technology and they're trying to make them fit in the crew. And I think that's really rough. Like I have a hard time believing that Jefferson's like, yeah, I could fi- fix a time machine. Sure. Yeah. You know? Right. Cause like, he was mechanic. mechanically skilled, yeah. but come on. <laughs> yeah. And but I mean, it's been consistent pilot. with that. Yeah. They, they've been consistent with that. Whereas, uh, you know what Jeff's saying, they've not really been very consistent with what Sarah's skill says. True. I, I don't quite always, I don't quite buy her in that position. I think because, she used to feel like more like the Wolverine in a way of the team in some ways. Like she was this, you know, really the, good the loner kind type person. Yeah. yeah. And then for her to suddenly switch into, to become the Cyclops of the team and be right. this leader role. Yeah. Maybe that. that's your, maybe that's it. It's just, it's a big shift. Um, they might write her out though. They, they might just write her out at the end of the season because the, the whole thing with legends is the, the cast is supposed to rotate a little bit. You get different mm. characters. I don't want to. I want to see her go. Although, here's the thing, though. Like, I loved her in Arrow, but unfortunately, like now in Legends, I don't care that much about her, which sucks. I thought she was so awesome, and I like Katie Lloyd's. I think is does a great job uh, with her. But that's the thing. I think when you go to Legends and they just fuck the characters up. <laughs> like if they came from other shows, that's the problem with it. Yeah. Well, and there's an interesting dilemma too, right? <laughs> they talk about still, and like you can't go back to your family. Because that would call it would change time. But then you think about it and you're like, but you're not in your right time because of time travel in the first place. Why is right. that time travel okay, but not like, you know, fixing it? That's always the dilemma with time travel shows, right? Like there's always that paradox going on about why is it okay for this person to do it and not this person or this and uh, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard. It, it, it takes a lot of subtle writing that that show doesn't quite, they take more of a doctor who timey wimey type approach compared to like 12 monkeys. It's really, they think they put a lot of thought into the the ripples and stuff. Right. Well, like uh, one of my my favorite all time movies and and an amazing time travel movie as well. The Terminator, as Sarah Connor says at the end of that, she's paraphrasing, but she says something like when she's thinking about how, you know, um, Reese winds up, came back and winds up being the father of her son. Right. She's yeah. at the end. She has some line like when she's in the Mexico and the dead, saying like, "Uh, oh, makes your head like gives you a headache or something." Trying to think about this stuff or something. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it, 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 interesting. It poses an interesting question because can any of them come back to their original lives or not, or are they just totally? Is that over with completely? Yeah, uh, they're too legendary now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't in know. The, 
in the chat, uh, Carrie Johnson says, Sarah has gotten wise after two deaths. That's how she knows how all the science stuff now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a fast way to learn. Yeah, she, she had it in her headphones while she was dead, and she kind of learned it in her sleep. <laughs> right. She also somehow must have, the uh, La Lazarus Pit must have imbued her with the power to um, attract every woman in history to her. <laughs> right? <laughs> the pheromone. pheromone thing. It's a secret power. Uh, Lister's mate in the chat says, I used to hate the character of Rory, but now I think he has some of the most driest humor in the whole show, so I kind of like him more now. Oh, I love, the, I love the intro that he did this week. Oh, yeah. You know, that's actually that's, the best intro they've done. That's that's the because it was actually very true to the show. <laughs> the intro was very true to the ridiculousness of the show. It was, because he, he said something about, like, half the time we fuck it up worse than, or screw it up worse than it already was. And it's something about, like, he was even, like, talking to the viewer almost, like, if you haven't figured it out yet or something. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Real good. They should do more like that. <laughs> they The writers said that... Um, the producers have said that that's one of their favorite characters. Rory? Yeah. Yeah, we can just, you can just give him any guy. I mean, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Uh, anything else we want to talk about with Legends? Mm, no, cover everything? No, I think, I think that's it. Um, should, should we give it um, the, the fist? No, we give it... <laughs> Fist. <laughs> what? You're talking about fisty. Like, what the hell? Talking about porn. Jeez. Should we give it the iron fist? No. No. What? Wrong universe. That's wrong universe. <laughs> That's, uh, no, we do Gideons. We do Gideons for this show. Oh, right. Uh, so, Marks, how many Gideons will you give it out of five? Out of one in a five Gideons, I will give this three Gideons. Uh, Ian. Three. Oh my God! This is gonna be oh, a first wow. time ever. First time ever, folks. That I'm gonna give the show the highest rating of everybody here. I'm actually gonna give it four Gideons once again. I, honestly, wow. I think yeah, it was a good episode. You're getting converted. No, let's not go. Let's not go crazy, Marks. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'm sure next week they'll get back to their usual nonsense. Mm -hmm. well, I, I want them to go. I wanted to go do another George Lucas episode. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Although I actually. I almost should degrade it by half a Gideon just for this fucking Deo, but I guess I won't. <laughs> because of what? Oh, the Deo. The Deo. <laughs> I just wish to pick a better song. <laughs> I think maybe if it hadn't been so long, too. It was kind of awkwardly long. I don't know. It was a creative it choice. Was. You're right. It went on, went on very long because they were like trying to give time for Ray to do his nonsense, but just do that quicker. Yeah, and then they did it at the end as well. They had it playing out on the end credits, too. Oh, that was somewhat amusing, I suppose. But <laughs> yeah, they should have had him sing like Beyonce or something. <laughs> I don't think he knows Beyonce. I would be really surprised if Stein just can whip that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but, but well, like nothing makes sense usually though. So who cares? It's true. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So time to move on to the last show for this week: The Flash. And Marx is going to lead Yay! us. <laughs> Okay, so this was episode 16 of season three called Into the Speed Force. And uh, and we have a cat guest starring. <laughs> Every video is better of a cat, so it's good. Um, this episode was written by Brooke Roberts and 
Judy Lena Nera. Totally butchered. Yeah, totally butchered it. So Burke's written a number of Flash episodes, including Flash versus Arrow and Plastique. She also been a story editor for over twenty episodes. Uh, Judy Judalina. Judalina, Judalina, come on! It's not that. <laughs> Did I mention I'm terrible of names? So it's like Jude uh, Lena. It's my it's my kryptonite. <laughs> um, she's written only like three other episodes, including Killer Frost, which is a notable one. Uh, but she's executive story editor of like sixteen episodes. So these they're usually editing a lot. Um, so anyway, this episode. Desperate to stop Savitar and save Wally, you know, Barry turns to the Speed Force for answers. So they find a way to him get in the Speed Force, searching for Wally. Uh, of course, things go wrong. He ends up seeing uh, versions of, of a bunch of people who've died in the past, like Eddie, uh, Ronnie. It's Ronnie, right? That was Firestorm. Ronnie, yep. Um, Captain Cold. And uh, we also see a, a Wraith. We also see... I think it's I think he's called Black Flash. If I'm not mistaken, that we've seen in in Legends of Tomorrow. Um, and we also uh, eventually he does free Wally, but at the sacrifice of Jay having to stay in that trap. And uh, meanwhile, you know, HR is trying to convince Jesse not to go after Savitar, but she does, uh, using the piece from Savitar to help her, uh, and ends up getting a hit in at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least getting us a clue that there is a person inside that suit, um, which is always good to know. Mm-hmm. And sadly, she goes off and leaves to go to Earth 3 to be a Flash there while Jay is gone. So, uh, so yeah, so this was a pretty good episode overall. It was a strong episode. I like the cool little opening with the freeze frames and the voiceover. Lots of good, uh, good li- HR's got good lines all the time, right? So, like this, he's all hyper on coffee and talking about coffee and it's not affecting them and you know, now we're cooling with helium, or we're talking about Schroeder's cat going like it's cruelty for animals half of the time, or you know, <laughs> and he's he's just a man, baby. You know, he's always got cool lines, right? Um, and uh, uh, glad that Wally's free, and glad to see. I was glad to see this return of different characters uh, who have died in the past. It was just kind of kind of cool, um, and glad to see that Jesse got to actually fight somebody. <laughs> That uh, I, I'm, I'm bugged by. They're always like telling Jesse, "No, no, no! You need to stay away or do something," uh, which they did in this episode, but she didn't listen to him. And um, so it was good to see her kind of stand out a little bit. Unfortunately, she didn't, then she left. But um, what I didn't like so much is I'm not a fan of this whole Iris's reaction to the engagement and um, throughout the episode. And then I was really puzzled by Barry's reaction. So. Not real thrilled about this <laughs> this conflict going on. Patty Smith. What's that? Yeah. Oh yeah, now now that's why he goes down with Patty Smith. Gives a chance for Pat. Patty's gonna come to town all of a sudden, guaranteed. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole thing though about the Iris and Barry thing. That's kind of like your soapy part of 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 Flash, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the I said it before. I'm not, I've never been down with the Iris Barry. I mean, I'm okay with it, but I've never been a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's so one of those was... like we have to do it because it's a comics thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so anyway, so that's kind of what I thought. I'm curious about what you guys thought, and also who you think Savitar could be. Let me share in the chat first. Listeners mate says we all know that the best thing about the peanuts is Charlie Brown who can't play the piano. Oh yeah, that that was <laughs> another HR HR world. world. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. So what'd you, uh, what'd you... Ian, go ahead. 
I, I, you know, for one, I think Tom Kavanagh is just a brilliant actor. He just nails it every time. He is. You know, he's just on it. You know, I've seen him in lots of other stuff. I even remember him as a warden in the Yogi Bear live feature film. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He's pretty good in that, even though the film was terrible. <laughs> um, but it's, um, you know, I just think the, I didn't like HR to begin with. I thought it was a little bit too goofy. But he's kind of like grown on me, and I've, I loved it a few weeks ago where you had the where you had Harrison Wells and HR, and Harrison Wells was saying, "Well, you know, you're just stupid." <laughs> I just saw like, um, and and that just shown you how 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 good of an actor he was. He's like playing two different variations on the same character. It was just cool. Uh, but this episode, I, I really liked it. Um, I loved. The, uh, the the scene with Barry and Eddie Fawn. I think that scene was a long time coming. You know, because you know we we got to see Eddie. You know, still still pretty pissed about you know his relationship with Iris, how that ended, and you know he's still still take you know taking out there. You know, um, I, I I enjoyed that scene, um, and it was also great seeing. Seeing John Wesley Ship as uh, as Jay Garrett again, you know, I'd, I'd love to see more Jay Garrett. You know, more, more, I'd love to see an episode of the Flash working with Jay Garrett. You know, full episode of that. You know, so I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh, overall, I think a very good episode. All the stuff in the Speed Force, I think, was very well done. It was very interesting to watch. Um, like with all the, I agree. Watching the stuff where the Speed Force, I mean, it's basically the Speed Force embodying, right? All these different people that Barry knew. The, the stuff with Eddie, I think, was the most, like, really well written and just very awesome to watch. But I mean, everything they did in the Speed Force, I think, was really well done. Um, and and it was even it was cold. You know what? It's funny. Yeah, even the Captain Cold stuff, I didn't mind. That's how good well it was, good it was. Um, the the stuff with Jay was very nice, obviously very heroic, uh, obviously of him, and I mean very much within his character to to take Wally's place and sacrifice himself. Uh, and I certainly do hope they don't leave him in there <laughs> forever. Um, that would suck. The um, so I love Jesse, the character Jesse, and I agree, Marks. I like that like the B plot kind of uh, they actually got her, let her shine in this episode, right? Um, so. It was cool that she was the one who actually finally, she was the first one who really actually has hurt Savitar. That was great. Like, I really dug mm -hmm. that. Um, I dug all the interaction with her and HR. Um, I mean, but in both, there was a lot of stuff. There was stuff where they were, she was super pissed at him and she was, you know, and when she punched him and knocked him out, by the way, that was, I thought, hilarious. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but then also, you know, later on, obviously, he helps her and they and they kind of make up and, and they have, so there's obviously both tension and, and nice stuff that going on between them. Um, so what I didn't like is once again, uh, as usual, like you said, Jesse, like, oh no, Jesse, you can't go to the Speed Force. My name's Barry Allen. Only I can go. You gotta trust me, Jesse. <laughs> um, just stay here. So that's just silly. Now I'm okay with it though because they, they let her do the the, the the B plot, right? And they like got to focus on her. So okay, fine. I'm okay with that. Um, there's they st I still feel they don't really know what to do with her, um, which sucks. I think she really rocks. Um, I don't really think it makes sense that she goes to Earth three, so she says, "I gotta, I gotta take Jay's place and be the Flash there." Well, okay, what about your own Earth, Earth two, which doesn't right. have a Flash because you've left that one there, and you left your father there. No, 
why would you go to Earth three? It makes no fucking sense. Um, that's just silly. And again, they just I don't know. They bring her in. They got and they got to come up with some kooky reason to get her out again. Like so, that's just I don't know. And also, like this is kind of going to the Legends thing now too. He even on this show, which is amazing show. I love Flash. It's my favorite show on TV since it debuted. They're not consistent all the time, right? In the what I remember, Jesse in the past when they first introduced her and Harrison Wells. She was supposed to be almost, I would say, just as a genius as Harrison Wells was, right? Like, she was supposed to be, like, incredibly smart on the level of her father. But now in this episode, she needs every other character to explain to her how the Savitar stuff is working and how she's going to go find him, right? Like, so some when you get the speed force, apparently, you get dumber, I guess. And, like, who cares about your intelligence? You're just fast now. Like, so I don't know. That wasn't, like, it didn't, again, it wasn't consistent for me because she's supposed to be, like, re- I was like Cisco level or be even beyond, I would say, like in what they've established mm-hmm. her. And yeah, you know, the, you know, yet by the missing that is a complete wasted opportunity, you know, because um, a flash with that amount of brains, you know, would be a dangerous flash indeed. Well, reverse know, flash but, but Barry needs, Barry needs an entire, entire team behind him to sort of like figure things out. Whereas, you know, she wouldn't, she'd be like the, uh, the, the good version of the reverse flash. Yeah, her and Reverse Flash need to fight. <laughs> uh, her, oh, that would be that would be very cool, actually, because he's very he's very intelligent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you guys think about? I mean, the whole thing with Jesse and stuff. Yeah, it it, it didn't make it made a little more sense this time, I guess. But because it's been consistently every episode, they tell her, "No, no, you stay back." Especially Attack on Gorilla City, it made no sense for her not to join them. I mean, they're going to go invade a city of super strong, intelligent gorillas to save her dad. Why wouldn't you want two speedsters for that? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. In the chat, by the way, uh, Listers says, I thought Jesse picked Earth 3 at random. It was actually, there actually is a line about saying because Jay's from Earth 3 and they don't have, he's not there anymore because he's in the Speed Force, so they don't have their flash. Carrie Johnson says, Do these other Earths have. Bat soups and Diana, so meaning Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. If so, they could do without a speedster for a bit, Jesse. I guess we yeah, I guess we just don't know, right? We don't know obviously what heroes really exist on these other worlds. Yeah, but you know, Barry's Barry's Earth is is it meant to be Earth one that Barry's on? Yeah. Yeah. Well his Earth doesn't have a supergirl. Right, that's true. So, so or yeah. Superman as far as we know. Yeah. Right. Or Batman or anybody. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a Batman. We don't know actually yet. You know, I am a little fuzzy because remember Zoom like took over the whole city, so there can't be a whole lot of superheroes in Earth Three. Oh wait, was Zoom? No wait. Oh, Zoom in Earth Three, he took over. Was it or was it? Oh, no, it was Earth, Earth 2. Two. Never mind. Yeah, it was Earth Two, right? Yeah, he just grabbed him from Earth Three. Yeah, he took Jay from Earth Three. Yeah, that's right. Not confusing I, at all. Hey man, it's fifteen. It's all confusing. <laughs> So I don't know who's on Earth three, except I guess they're a little more retro in Earth three, right. right? They're futuristic in Earth two and retro in Earth three. Yeah, mm-hmm. should yeah, be a JSA. I I guess, yeah, JSA should be Earth three, right? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Because wasn't Jay Garrick part of the JSA at one point? In the comic books, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's the Golden Age Flash, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That that's a TV show I'd love to see. JSA. It'd be good. JSA. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd Actually, love to well, see it. I thought they did, particularly when they did the JSA in the first two episodes of Legends, they did them really well, actually. Like, if it was like that, yeah, man, I'd watch it. 
I mean, I, I thought they did a, I thought they did a pretty respectable job in Smallville as well. When when they had JSA characters, I love Smallville, but I actually did not like the JSA at all in Smallville. I thought they like. I, I was kind of lukewarm on Smallville. As, as a, oh like, no, I, know, I, I liked it some weeks, hated it the others other weeks. You know, it's sort of like it was. There's a love hate thing going on there. Probably well, that's because like he, he was he was acting too heroic. He wasn't legendary enough for you. <laughs> no, it's, it's just sort of like the, that 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 whole ridiculous soul, the red blue blur, the red blur. You know. So. Yeah, man. Well, that was, yeah, no, that's why I like the show. The whole because the whole show was about his journey. It wasn't about him being Superman. It was his journey to. To reach that point, you know, I still would have liked to see one one shot. You did at the very finale. Yeah, it was, but just, far, it was just far away. Oh no, it was crap. You're right. Yeah, just one terrible. shot. I mean, is that asking so much? <laughs> uh, I waited how many years for that? <laughs> well, Tom Relling was really Tom Relling was really 10? waiting, man. He was waiting ten years for that, yeah. right? I think it, I think it hurt his feelings. That's why he's like, forget Supergirl. I'm not guest starring on that show. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure he would if they asked him. I hope I would love to see him do that. Yeah, I don't think he acts too much more anymore. I think, I think that's he's a shame, producing man. now. I think he's, he's isn't he producing now more more than acting? I, I he's not doing a whole lot that I know of, but but he's behind the camera more when he does stuff. Yeah. Okay, um, you know, let me ask you guys. Uh, do you guys have any theories on who Savitar is? Yes. Mark's always has theories. <laughs> I always have theories. I mean, one that would be really... So, most likely, it's Barry himself. I was thinking like, that myself. Yeah. It would it would sync really well with everything we know and stuff. Um, another possibility is it could be Wally, maybe. Because, you know, the trap... Work for Wally. Maybe they're swapping versions of Wally. It's possible. Might be why he calls himself Wallace. Because the only other person who calls himself Wallace is HR. So it's possibly HR. Right. Somebody in the chat last last week we we had a lot of theories about who Salvador was as well on our show. Yeah, I was and thinking. HR. I was thinking HR. Well, HR. He always has these moments where you see him manipulating people. Like he does it kind of funny and stuff, but you can tell he's actually pushing some buttons to get a reaction out of people. Like I think he, it seemed like he was doing what he could to make Jesse go, go hunt down Savitar in a way. Like he was trying to stop him, stop her, but he was like pushing a lot of right buttons. Like you're not the real Flash, and you know all that kind of stuff. Mm. But one thing that kind of one thing that kind of uh, takes away from that being HR is it's actually HR that that suggests that she try and finds a chink in the armor. And That's and it, you know if that if 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 the savitar is HR, why would HR sabotage, you know, his advantage? I thought of that, and the only excuse would be that he's not savitar yet, so he doesn't know that he's flying mm. against himself. Right. But he knew it happened because he lived it. That's why when savitar goes, I already knew you were going to come because you know I've lived all this before or something. Yeah, you're starting to convince me it could be HR uh, because. I mean, somebody in the chat last week said about the Wallace thing, which was a great point um, that he calls yeah, him that. Great. But also, so Savitar manipulated Wally the previous week into opening the Speed Force, letting him out by basically kind of telling him more or less, like, you're not good enough. You're not fast enough. And you are kind of right. And this week, he kind of said that to Jesse, more or less, like, you're not the real Flash. Which he play, played it off as him being like, oh, shit, I stuck my foot in my mouth. I was an idiot. But maybe I guess you're right. Maybe, maybe it could be like it was very much designed... 
Yeah, I think he did it on purpose. You see that every once in a while with him. He, I mean, he is a manipulator, right? Even when his gift of helping people find links to technology is still a manipulation in a way. Um, and I, you can see that occasionally. He's He plays his golly G role a lot, but he, he's also pushing buttons and manipulating things a little bit here and there. And he's got an ego. I mean, I think if you got powers, he'd be all like, worship me. <laughs> I can see him doing that. Yeah, but it's also the uh, it's also the thing that you know um, in in season one, Eobard Fawn kind of became Harrison Wells. So you know, would they really be able to get away with you know you you know that trip twice? You know, having the same actor turn out to be sort of like the villain. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a good point. Well, it'd be they can never do that again. <laughs> Because you know, but you know, I don't know. Mm. I what, if I, what if it's Jay Garrett pissed off that he's being left in the speed force? <laughs> it, it, we never know, but um, you know, I think, I, I think, I think HR and then Flash himself and even Wally potentially all are possible. I could definitely, I could buy them. I could even buy Eddie because the changes of Flashpoint and stuff have have saved reverse flash maybe they also saved eddie in some weird bizarre way mm-hmm. um and and he took a bad turn with the speed force did something to him i mean i think it's actually pretty cool i think it's a cool theory that would be the flash himself because you know it's you know this this last episode was all about barry taking responsibility it's his job to save iris he doesn't think he's good enough so therefore he doesn't think he's good enough you know and you know, apparently he is good enough, but you got this sort of like um, you know, this this villain, um, kind of like a mirror of Barry Allen, but it's all all, all his negative traits. Yeah, I mean it could be a version of Barry where he wasn't good enough and someone died close to him, and so he came obsessed with getting good enough to get the speed and to get the armor and all that stuff, and he and he warped him over time and he just turned into his villain. <clears throat> Or it could be the speed force just messing with him. <laughs> could be. Because there's, 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 there's something unresolved from season one. Um, you see, from season two. Because when, um, you know, when, when was it reverse flash changed time and stuff like that, it had that sort of like phantom going after him. That, that black flash thing going after him. Barry changed time with flash, Flashpoint. And um, yeah, we didn't see any of these black flash things going after him until last episode. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think Savitar's Patty Spivet, who's just pissed off that Barry didn't. <laughs> just kidding. I hope it's not her because I like her a lot. Well, we learned Cassandra Ebner. Huh? Oh, it's Cassandra Ebner. It's Cassandra. It? Obviously, right, right, right. We actually that's right. We determined that earlier. But it was Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are your ratings for Flash? Uh huh. Ian. Uh, we do lightning bolts. How many lightning bolts out of five? Oh, I'll give it four and a half. Four and a half. All right, Marks. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think four and a half. It's good. I'm tempted to give it that. Oh, many. Yeah. I think I'm going to go four though. And the only it is really, it was a very good episode, but mainly just because the stuff with Jesse that didn't make sense, and also the stuff with Barry and Iris at the end, which I agree, Marks is just pretty terrible, and just. I don't know what's happening there I, at all. I, I blocked it out, or I would have been the four. Also, <laughs> all 
All right, but anyway, overall, so it looks like uh, once again this week uh, the episodes we pretty much uh, thought they were all quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, nice, nice to see that. Uh, Carrie Johnson says Patty Spivak could be Savitar. That armor is space age cop armor. Oh, hey, there you go. Could be. Mm-hmm. We we learned in the previous episode uh, from the audience that she becomes she does get superpowers. Yeah, Francis uh, told us in the chat she becomes Hot Pursuit. She becomes a speedster. <laughs> Yep, that is her name. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And she wore she wears high heels. No. <laughs> oh wait, are you making that up or does she? Yeah. See, you okay, know, the speeds are definitely should not be wearing high heels. Uh, I, I just think it'd be really funny if Savitar was Roger Rabbit and stripped away the armor and he saw it does his Roger Rabbit thing. That'd be fun. Yeah. It, it's mixy. Yeah, it's oh kind of boy. Fun prank. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight. Um, so next week, uh, I'm trying to think if uh, – th- are all the shows new? I think – I'm not sure about Legends, but everything else I think is definitely is new next week. Uh, Arrow, Supergirl, and Flash. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, and, of course, Flash is the big uh, musical crossover with Supergirl. So, uh, mm. so next Sunday we'll be talking about that. I'm very excited. Will they, will they sing Gayo? Uh, I swear to God, they better not fucking sing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Hopefully not. Uh, before we get out of here, though, let's give some links. So, uh, well, first off, just thank you to our guest, Cassandra Ebner. Uh, she gave her links out earlier, uh, but she's Cassandra Ebner on uh, Twitter, and we'll put her links in the description section that you can check out. And our special guest co-host, Ian, why don't you tell people where they can find your stuff? Okay, well, you can find uh, you can find my website at scifipost.net. Um, we also have the uh, podcast. This will be on there um, this week um, at scifipostradio.com. Um, and I'm on Twitter at scifipost. And uh, we have the uh, Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash scifipost. Awesome. Marks, what other links can people find you at? Um, you can find me at markspile.com to keep track of co-hosting uh, the podcast show entertainment and my book writing and, and whatever else I'm doing film-wise. And also you can uh, find me on Twitter at Mr. Marks. Awesome. And of course, folks, you can find us at supergeekedup.com. All the shows we do are up there, our Super Geeked Up show, Super Knocked Up series, which you can catch on Amazon now. And uh, of course, tomorrow uh, we do our Dungeons and Dragons show uh we alternate between that and uh, a game called the strange but it's our gaming tabletop gaming show we do every monday night at 8 p.m uh marks is part of that so you'll see me and him there tomorrow 8 p.m eastern i hope you can join in chat along with us and uh, next sunday 8 p.m eastern of course we'll be back with dc action hour talking all the latest episodes and all that good stuff uh please follow us on twitter at super geeked up subscribe on youtube youtube.com slash super geeked up we really appreciate it and if you'd like to really support us and help us keep doing what we're doing, and we have a Patreon, which is a way you can make a monthly pledge of any amount you want, dollar, a couple dollars, whatever you can do. That definitely helps us keep doing all these geeky shows. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash supergeekedup, or just go to our home, uh, the homepage of our website. There's a big link there as well, and there's a PayPal donation as well if you'd like to make a one-time donation. All right, thank you very much for uh, watching, folks. Uh, all right, so we're trying to come up with outros here. I think what we said last week, what Mark was like, was something about, like, we'll see you say, what is it? Same something time channel? We're doing a Batman thing. What were we doing? Uh, same DC action day, same DC action hour. 
<laughs> okay, sure. Although we're never, we're never an hour. We're always over. <laughs> no, I know. We're, I know. I don't know. The show is a misnomer. <laughs> How about we will see you through window? All right. Well, bam, pow. We'll see you next week, folks. Uh, so thank you for watching. It's just Deo. Uh, Yo, no, no, we can't. see you the next day. Oh, oh boy, that's terrible. No, it's the next week. Oh, not day. All right, thank you for watching, folks. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.